0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Three Things Podcast. Super excited to be joined by the one and only Nancy Newell, the director of sports performance for the Strength House Gym in Worcester, Massachusetts. Nancy and I have a great conversation where we talk about her morning routine. We talk about how she goes about coaching her youth athletes in her program. We also talk about what makes the chemistry and the staff culture at the Strength House so great. This is an amazing episode. Nancy literally leaves me speechless on a couple answers. I took notes. It was awesome. I think you're going to be doing the same thing. So plug in, tune in, and I'll see you next week.
1: My name is Nancy Newell. I'm currently the Director of Sports Performance at the Strength House located in Worcester, Massachusetts. We deal with a whole class, really anyone who wants to make a serious change um, in their life. So we work with like 60 year olds who just want to spend more time uh, with their grandchildren. Um, We help the athlete who didn't make their high school team and now wants to put in some work and actually get that starting position. We work with elite level powerlifters who compete on national levels. Um, we work with coaches who coach other athletes just because they wanna learn a little bit more about um, the way we program and why. Um, and we, we just help anyone who is willing to actually commit some time to getting better. Um, my previous background, I went to college at SUNY Cortland, which is located about 30 minutes south of Syracuse University. Um, I went there for four years, um, got my undergrad or my grad, my undergrad in, um, fitness development. So it's a little bit different than exercise science where fitness development, fitness development was more, uh, hands on. So a lot of, a large portion of my degree was I had to go and coach, which is why I think I'm a pretty good coach currently, just because I spent so many hours coaching people and having to get results in order for people to like stay. Um, And I I love working with athletes, um, with really anyone, uh, just because I love developing relationships. I love meeting new people. I feel like this whole realm of strength conditioning it's still fairly new if you compare it to other fields of study like psychology or history, um, science even like topics like that have been around for so many years so there's so much data but when it comes to strength training it's fairly new and there's just it's growing like every week and there's so much information and it's and for me that's exciting. Um, it's pretty cool to be able to test some of these things um, and actually see it happen in practice um, and see if it works, see if it doesn't, and then collaborate with people. Um, I think it's just a really good industry to, to think like you actually have to think and problem solve and communicate with people and you fail all the time, which I think is like a big lesson, you know, so it does put you out there on the ledge, but I think you need that a little bit to always continuously grow. So that's what I do and why I do it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I've been a big fan before I pushed the record. We're talking about it. a big fan of Nancy Newell for years now. I just fanboy up in Northern Vermont. Um, you're like the only non Vermonter from the strength house. I mean, everyone else has ties to Vermont. So like, what's, what's your tie to Vermont? Like just, just make something up.
1: Really? It is probably just the beer. I mean, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a pretty good tie. That's probably what keeps me in Vermont. Um, yeah. The craft beer, it's gosh, it's everywhere. I'm uh, I'm like 30 minutes from The Alchemist, so anyone listening to this that's a craft beer connoisseur, like that's that doesn't suck. I'm like an hour and a half from Hill Farmstead and a half hour from Stowe, Vermont, so it uh, it's it's the plethora is real. Um So for those that are maybe tuning in because they saw Nancy Newell and whatever amazing picture I find for the thumbnail, and they're like, wow, I got to listen to this. Three things. Nancy's a trooper because she doesn't know what they are. Um, There might even be like a fourth thing because I have a whole bunch of stuff written down for this one, Nance. A whole bunch of stuff. Um, Nancy doesn't know, and she's a trooper. She's on, and we're just going to jump right into it. So Nancy Newell, are you ready for the first thing? Always ready. Okay. What is your morning routine?
1: Morning routine. So... Um, I wake up at five a.m. Um, I, Savage. It's really, it's it's not that bad. So, I think once you develop a routine, it's it's not bad. So, um, five a.m. I will press the coffee button, get the coffee brewing, um, grab a cup of coffee. Um, I set a timer and I read for an hour straight. Um, I used to read for fifteen minutes every morning, um, and wake up at. 6 30 but what i was finding was i just wasn't comprehending or taking any lessons away um just and like the next day i would wake up and i would just have to review what the last 15 minutes was because it was so vague you don't really get into it so um i commit to an hour reading um i then do german for 10 minutes so i want to learn i've been learning german for probably six months or so just because my sister is in the military Um, And she's located in Germany. So um, that's just something that I want to explore. So uh, I do that. And then I usually will make breakfast. Um, We'll have oatmeal, metabolic drive, Teddy's peanut butter. And then after that, I lay on the couch. I meditate for 10 minutes before I leave and out the door using this app called Headspace. And then I go and train from 10 to 12.
0: That's awesome. I know I've been following, uh, some of the social media posts that strength house puts out and, and it's awesome because it's a lot of it is complementary to training, but it's not like the sets and reps of training. And you guys have done a great job of putting out things like, you know, like, but it be meditation or like things. I, the, my favorite one was, um, it was like the apps that you use every day. And, um, a lot of them were like, you know, like just doing things like going out to games and like how to find tickets to events and things like that. And like, I feel like some of that is just so important. Like morning routines are great, but like figuring out how to actually do things that kind of complement your life, I think are, are so, so important. And, and I know it's like super mainstream where everyone's like, Oh, your routine, this, that, this is what successful people do. But finding things that you actually can do is huge. And I figured you'd have like, I actually like the, the reading thing in there. Cause I suck at reading. Um, I'm notorious. Like I don't read person. Um, yeah. But I think that trying to find a way like 30 minutes a day to just, even if it's just like to digest and what I'm trying to read um, is something that's like a huge takeaway there.
1: I, I agree. I think the book thing is just, looks like you're not in school anymore. So you don't really get those reps in. You forget what some words mean. So Um, right now I'm reading this book Jordan uh, by Jordan Peterson 12 rules for life and he's a psychologist so some of the words that he uses are like way out there so I have to like look them up but next to my morning routines and stuff I have a notebook and so any new words that I learn in German I write them down and like my goal is to be able to use those words at the strength house somehow like whether that's introducing people in German um, anything like that and then like taking what I've learned and then just speak it like either tell Greg or Tony or you know have a conversation with my athletes about what I've learned and I think that just makes our group at the strength house so much uh closer because it's not just about training it's like real life stuff that actually applies to them
0: yeah and that kind of that's actually a really good segue into the second thing um because it it having talked to Tony uh, Bonvecchio, I have not had the pleasure of having Greg Robbins on yet. So Greg Robbins, if you're listening to this, you have an open invitation. Um, But what are some steps that you found or um, like just some things that you guys do towards creating slash having great culture, whether it be as a staff or as a facility, like culture is probably like the most broad way of saying a lot of different things. Um, and it, it's one of those words that has a different meaning to everyone. Um, but it does on the outside looking in seem like the strength house, whether it be you, Greg, Tony have an amazing culture with each other. And just like you, we were talking about before the record button was pushed. Um, but more so like the gym, like strength house Saturday, it seems like there's 52 like holidays throughout the year. Like everyone just like gets up for these, Um, amazing Friday night graphics, by the way, like a big fan of the memes in the Photoshop. Um, But like, what are some things that you've noticed or that you guys have done, or maybe you don't actively try to do it, but you've just kind of found that they happen?
1: That's a good question. Um, Culture is very mysterious just because I feel like it's a combination of it just happens. But then also I think we do a good job of nudging it in a certain direction. Um, So when you come into the strength house, we have... Um, rules, like it's right there on the wall. Um, so it's like, it's a positive training environment. Um, like don't ring the bell. Um, you're just like, we have a certain amount of rules. Um, and we have certain posters like hate has no home here. Like little messages, we have some Brene Brown quotes, um, just about like, being yourself and that you're worth it. Like, um, and I think like those little Posters are those, like those rules just give people guidelines and everyone wants to have fun while they're training, but they also want to get results. So I think we do a good balance of creating a good community. We always introduce people to other clients. Like there's not a single person that goes to the strength house that doesn't know probably everyone else in the gym. Like everyone has met each other. So it's not. Like you go into a commercial gym and it's you by yourself with your program, like mm-hmm. you're traveling on this road alone and that's not the feeling that we want to create at the strength house. We want to make sure that um, whoever is going, um, they know everyone by their first name, uh, they feel free and they they have the power to ask for help um, but and I think like the culture. Um, it's it's really just a combination of us, too, like the coaches ourselves. So, uh, t- like, Tony, Greg, and myself, uh, when it comes to, like, the story or, like, the Instagram posts, the memes on Friday are all Tony. Like, Tony, Friday night cleaning.
0: Tony comes up with the memes?
1: Tony is the mastermind of the memes.
0: Wow. Did not I, – I, I totally thought that was you. Wow, oh, Tony no. Bonvecchio. I'm so sorry. I, for, like, the last year have been like, wow, Nancy is just this – amazing meme brain like tony Bonvecchio, meme king okay nice
1: yeah he's the meme king so give give a little shout out there for him um but we're all i think all three of us were very hard workers mm-hmm. all right so we love lifting heavy weight but we're also probably like the three most like caring kindness like human beings you're ever going to meet and we really care about each individual person and say someone like doesn't show up for the gym when they say that they're going to schedule, like we reach out to them and we just, we're asking them like, what's up? Like, did they have a rough day at school? Um, did they, could they just not get a ride? Like there have been cases where I've had some of my youth athletes, right. They can't drive. And I message them. I'm like, where have you been? And they're like, I can't get a ride. And so I just make a group chat with every athlete that I know, like in the Marlboro area to see if they can get a ride to the gym. Like, just like, and all, all people have to do at the end of the day is just ask. And most of the time if you ask, they're able to get to the gym. Because, like, I don't think that should be a reason why, why kids miss a lift is because they can't get a ride. Like, there's, there's always a way. So we want to make sure that we're at least giving the athlete the opportunity to find a way to get after it.
0: I love, I love two things you said there. Like, culture, like, it just kind of happens, but you guys nudge it. I think that's probably, like, the best – like explanation of like how like, quote unquote, like you create culture is you don't, and you just, but you just kind of like poke it a little bit and you're like, eh, let's use a little something. Uh, and then all you have to do is ask, like that is maybe like the most pinnacle thing I think in life is like so many people want, 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 or, or like feel like they can't get something, but they just have to ask. And like, that's, there's probably like a whole science behind like why people are afraid to ask, but man, it's like in anything, whether it be training life, relationships, people like if you just ask, you'll probably either get or get input as to like how to get what you want. And I think that people just, they just hit like just whiff on that every time. Um, so what about like with you and and we kind of touched on it, maybe you can like, maybe repeat it or I can like, I'm a a former DJ. So, um, now DJ three things. I can like edit it back in if you want, but, um, like you, Tony and Greg, and you have a couple new coaches. I think I just saw you have a new coach and you also have, um, uh, the Kyle. I was like trying to like do a little research before this and you have the uh, Kyle who does your nutrition. Um, so you have a staff of about five what do you guys do is like, what are some big block things you guys do, um, to just make sure everyone is kind of like playing by the rules, so to speak, or like, I always kind of equate like facility, like a board game where like, there's a rule, but there's like, there's like the boundaries and there's always like how we, how you play the game, but how you play the game is always like the most fun. And, uh, like the personalities between there, like, what are some ways that you guys have kind of been able to just just jive and just keep continuously, like, having fun?
1: Um, so I would have to say, um, when I was, I'll just, like, walk through my onboarding process, like, my first, you know, week at the Strength House, where it was, like, I got there, we sat down, and we just talked about, um, Greg handed me the sheet, like, uh, delegate to Elevate um just because we want to see we want to play to each person's strengths you know like on a football team it wouldn't make sense to have your wide receiver being placed in the center like his body is not the body you want protecting your quarterback and the center is not the person that you want sprinting down the field to catch this ball so we want to make sure that we put people in the best positions to play their strengths so that they can be successful so um, we figured out what each of our strengths and weaknesses were, and we made sure that, um, each of us are given jobs or tasks, um, like geared towards our strengths. So, um, like one of the things and, and strengths and things that we love to do, because you could be really strong at something, but hate doing it. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to make sure that we, um, piled on the most things that, um, you were very good at and you enjoyed doing, you know, so. Um, I enjoy being on the floor, coaching, interacting with people, and that's where the majority of my time is spent. Um, I also enjoy doing the stories. I also enjoy portraying, like, my ideas and stuff that I learned. So usually, like, Wednesdays, that's when I'll do kind of, like, a little recap of, like, the most important thing that I've learned, whether that's from my reading or things that I think our audience can actually apply and take away you know so we do that um Greg is very good at being like that voice that comes in and just being like is this really best like is is what we're doing right now really helping our clients our soul soldiers um and if he doesn't think that people are getting um takeaway from it then we don't do it mm-hmm. you know so it's like um one of our things was we like look through our instagram posts and we're just like this is ridiculous. This is all like technique stuff that like our clients really don't care about. We want to make sure that we're putting up information that they can use. They enjoy seeing, um, et cetera. So like, that's that Tony's like our finance guy. He, he's really good at like the numbers. He's really, he's a really good writer. So we make sure that that's all there. Greg's usually in charge of like the graphics. Um, So we have everything labeled out. So I think it was just organizing it. Um, The next step that we did was just like, I wrote down, we wrote down like our three, our six month, our year and like our lifetime goals. And they were just like very real, authentic, just because when you know each other's goals, um, then you can help direct the goals of the business per se. Like we want the business to succeed so that I can help pay off my student loans, or um, Tony can have enough um, financial income to support his family. Like whatever that is, we want to make sure that we know each other's goals very intimately so that we are better motivated to help grow the business. You know, it's, I think that was just a real thing. So we're always, um, we're, we're very real with each other, which I think is very important. Um, but we're also, um, not soft on each other. We know that like if someone is slacking or, you know, Greg, gets sick or you know someone gets hurt etc and can't make it to work we know that the other coaches are able to like step in and take his place like there's no question about it um because we are a we are a team uh so I think from that standpoint it's it's really hard to put together a team I think that values each other as much as we value each other um but I think that's also why we're so successful and some of those things of like sitting down and like talking and telling people like exactly what your goals are can be a little scary but if you think about it like everyone the people that you surround yourself with should be people that you are not afraid to tell them your goals like because those people that you surround yourself with should like they're there to help you succeed they're there to keep you in check they're there to give you advice and they're there to tell you like hey like you're going down a wrong path or you're not being consistent and I think our success reflects the success that our, our clients or our athletes are going to have as well, because if we're not succeeding, they're probably not going to succeed as well. So it all goes in like a big circle.
0: Yeah. That was a, an electric answer.
1: Thank like
0: you. that. This is the first podcast that I just flipped the page and I started writing down notes. Um, like that's awesome. Uh, You know, I love like just the saying of like sharing your, like sharing your goals, like transparency, sharing your goals with each other, as far as a team goes, like I've, I've never thought of that. And it seems so obvious, like we'll have goal setting meetings individually, but never like with each other where we can just kind of see what everyone values and how it kind of jives with the overall perspective of like what we, what we do on a day to day. Like that's, that's huge. That was rock solid. Thank you so much. That was Awesome. Okay. So I have one like nerdy question and it's kind of short. It's kind of vague. It's kind of broad. I don't know. You're a rock star, so you'll do something with it. What is something coaches need to appreciate when working with young athletes and young athletes in my mind is like, you know, high school and under. Super broad, I, super broad question.
1: It's, it's, it's a good question. Um, I'm going to have to say problem solving is probably something that a lot of, uh when dealing with youth athletes, I think is important. So um, if you think about almost any the sports that they're involved in, the athletes who perform the best um, or who are quote unquote, like the star athletes, um, I think one thing that makes that athlete really good is their ability to problem solve and to uh, create, well, to make decisions fast. Mm -hmm. So whether that's recognizing two defenders and seeing a hole and then being able to um, bias the athletes to the right and then shoot to the left. So um, I have this small like youth athlete program that I run and it's called force. So what I do in force is I just get, I just make up games. So if they're like football players, I just like, I figure out like, are these people defenders or are they often like, are they, or do they play offense? Like the point of the defender is to keep the person in front of you. The goal of the offense is to get in front of a defender. Those are the two ends. So creating games where there's hard objectives like that, you can make up any game. And that's what I do is I really want them to be good at problem solving and decision-making um, and just, give them different, um, just change the environment, um, give them different rules, give them time constraints, uh, make the field larger, make the area smaller, um, change it so they have to make decisions. And then when they get open, like get into a wide field then it's like, there's so much space, uh, if the game theoretically should be a lot easier, you know, I always think of it as like, um, like indoor soccer versus playing soccer on a real field, like indoor soccer, um, right, you have to be very um, accurate uh, with your passing. You have to be very good at seeing the field, seeing the court, um, while controlling your body language, etc. And then when you get to an open field, there's so much space like, there's so many holes, and like you can see everything clear. So, um, that's the biggest thing that I do is I just that's like a big portion of our class. Half our class spend spent like 20 minutes um, playing games in different scenarios. Um, and giving different roles, defender, offense, um, et cetera. So I'm going to say problem-solving and decision-making. That was
0: awesome. Yeah, that was maybe not what I thought. I, I thought you were going to go somewhere different with that, and I really like how you like, laid that all out. That's, that's basically what really matters with youth athletes like, as far as, like, because there's a, a, problem-solving can go a lot of different ways, but in sports, like, that's what you're trying to do. How do I get from here to here? This is in the way. Now i got to do it. That was yeah, awesome.
1: Think, um, even when it comes to like the heart, like the meat and potatoes of strength training, right? It is problem solving. Like mm-hmm. the ideally is you want to create competent athletes, athletes who have the ability to solve problems. If they're doing kind of all deadlift and their lower back hurting, just asking them, why do you think your lower back hurts? They're going to be like, well, oh, cause my back's looking like this, like it's rounding. Okay. How do you, how do you fix that? right? If they don't know, right, it's the first time you can just, I just like changing the environment, really. So like creating an environment where they're forced to be successful. And then just giving the athlete a voice. I think that's, that's huge. Because you're like, I'm a coach. This is a young athlete who doesn't know how to move. So I'm going to tell them how to do everything because they don't know anything. Kids are really smart. And they're really good at problem solving. They're really good at observing. So even just like not talking and just demonstrating, I think is huge, but giving your athlete the chance to have, um, have a voice, I think is huge as well. So let them do the work.
0: Boom. Push rewind three minutes. Re-listen to that Nancy Newell's dropping hardcore wisdom. Like the, some of the podcasts I've done lately, have been a little bit more like, like kind of joking, like we talk about, like the, the the Wesley Showalter episode, which which is gonna go up soon. Like this is a total different tone, and I totally love it. Like this is awesome. Okay, the mullet of the three things podcast. Business oh. is over. It's party in the back. Here comes the speed round. I'm just gonna do. I just need a, an episode at some point. Maybe again, Greg Robbins. We'll just do just a speed round. Um, I don't know. I feel like he'd be really good at it, but. These questions can be answered as long or as short as you'd like. Okay. Um, are you ready? Ready. Okay. Um, what's the longest you've waited in line at Treehouse? An hour. You waited an hour for a beer? I did. That's insane.
1: Um, I was one of the curious, no, it wasn't. It was, yeah, it was. Curiosity, one of the curiosities. And I was like pouring rain. But
0: <laughs> Do so if like a curiosity drops and like Tony kind of like talked about this a little bit, but I kind of want to hear like, I feel like we maybe like didn't tell the whole story. If something drops at tree house, who gets sent from the strength house to go get it? Like, is that a thing? Like, is there like an alarm? Yeah. He's like, Hey guys, I got to go. Tree house is dropping bright. And he's just like, yeah, that's out.
1: That's one of his goals. Like he just, he just really like, what's one of the things he enjoys. He really enjoys like. Craft beer and try
0: yeah,
1: yeah. if that's gonna make him happy, we'll we'll hold that's down the gym, we'll hold down the fort for two hours while he's yeah. like,
0: because he's coming back with beer for you guys. So you don't, <laughs> you're not the one standing in line. That's awesome. Um, although he's been posting a lot of Hill Farmstead, so I think there's uh, there's definitely a uh, maybe a, a state line rivalry here. <laughs> uh, um, where does Cortica rank on your list of holidays?
1: Right underneath Christmas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For those that don't know, uh, SUNY Cortland, and it's Ithaca, right?
1: Ithaca.
0: He, like, just like go to some social media platform and search the hashtag Cortica and uh, have a good time with that. I went to SUNY Plattsburgh and, and looked at doing my master's degree at Cortland. So uh, I had some friends that went to Cortland, and they were like, hey, you got to just check out Cortica, and, and you'll oh make your decision. Yeah. yeah, it's – uh,
1: It's changed, though. It's changed. I'm like sure, but – It was, but, it was so – I think it was better, definitely, like, when I went to school. I feel like now it's, like, super regulated. Like, now they're having it at the, um, I think, in New Jersey, the AT, Is it? What is it? The Giant Stadium. Oh, in-
0: um, the Meadowlands.
1: Yeah. Is it Meadowlands? Yeah. Yeah, because they don't want it on campus anymore because kids get a little too reckless.
0: Yeah, because it's, like, a one-weekend one wrecking crew for, like, an entire town gets, like, it's, Think, they should make a documentary on it. It's pretty. It's pretty legendary. If you don't know, um, who has the best biceps at the strength house? Me, obviously. Yeah, like I just didn't know if you were gonna be like, oh, this. No, it's you. It's definitely you.
1: Definitely me.
0: Definitely you. Um, which is better, strength house Saturdays or Sundays with Brooke?
1: Uh, I'm gonna say strength house Saturdays just because Brooke is there on Saturdays. Solid. Yeah. I'm gonna have to give it to the Strength House Saturdays. Good vibes. Good vibes.
0: Good vibes. Um, and by the way, Brooke's ears are like amazing. Like I tried to come up with a question of like, what's more iconic, Brooke's ears or something else? I like really couldn't have anything because
1: like it's permanent. Ready? Right? Look at that, She's just there. Can you see her?
0: Oh yeah. One ear up, one ear down. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, she's born like that. Let's. It, you can like push her ear down, and it just flops back up.
0: It's amazing. Big yes. dog guy. Big dog guy. Uh, well, I have a German Shepherd, so her ears are like straight up. She looks like Yoda. It's uh, it's it's aggressive. Um, how long do you say Happy New Year for?
1: Happy New Year. 0. 0.5 seconds.
0: No, but like how long into the New Year? Wow, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm just I don't know. The holidays are okay. I'm not a big fan of it.
0: I love this question because everyone's like, "What the fuck is this?" Like. <laughs>
1: It's an okay holiday. It's definitely not in my top five.
0: Oh, I like basically like I love Halloween, and then like I love Thanksgiving, and then Christmas is whatever, and New Year's is basically like I don't even like it's just a, like a day off. I don't really know. It's just like to like sleep in on a day. I don't even stay up till midnight. But I love when everyone's like Happy New Year, Happy New Year, and it's like February second. Like yeah. what? You know, it's over. It's, it's over. You missed
1: anymore.
0: it. It's done. It's done. It's over. Um, what's the best advice you've ever gotten?
1: oh man
0: it can be anything
1: the best advice i've ever gotten
0: or like just like your favorite piece of advice but that's probably the best advice you've ever gotten
1: probably the best advice um i probably have to say um just like treat yourself the same way you would treat someone that you're responsible for So it's like if you are responsible for your little brother and making sure that they get on the bus at 6:08, like you would make sure that you were up, you were dressed to make sure that they get on the bus. And a lot of times, we put ourselves like I think in the backseat when it comes to responsibility, like whether that's you don't get enough sleep, or you don't eat the way you should, or um, you just don't give yourself like quiet time. So I think that people should just like treat themselves a little bit better and like be responsible for yourself so i think that's huge because if you're not responsible for yourself it's going to be a lot harder to take care of like the other things that you really care about
0: yeah yeah i'm a new dad so i I totally vibe with that advice right there um because you spend so much time taking care of a small human being that sometimes you forget uh everything for yourself and you're just like
1: I need water. I need food.
0: (laughs) Yeah, literally like everyone's like, Oh baby sleep deprivation. It's like, honestly, like you can deal with no sleep. It's really hard to deal with no food. Like that's Mm. brutal. Um, What's the best advice you've ever given someone? Mm. I've never asked that question. I don't really know if it's like a thing, but like,
1: no, that's definitely a thing. The best advice I've ever given someone. All right. So I'm not going to say who this person is.
0: Nope.
1: Um, However, they were going through like a very rough patch and I actually got this idea from Jordan Peterson and he was just like, have this person write down like what, like the worst thing that would pass, like if your life turned out as bad as it could possibly be, right, that would quote unquote be like hell. And then write down if you made all the correct decisions, what would like heaven look like what would paradise look for you and then from there you have like a spectrum and then it gives people kind of a reality check of being like wow like do i really want to be here or do i really want to continue to be like going in like this direction Mm -hmm. so just like giving people a chance to just like write down and like really think about that so like having the person write down those things and then start to take action on it i think was A really cool thing to see Um, but Jordan Peterson does have like this program which I got from Greg Robbins it's like the self-authoring so that's what he has his grad students do is like write a autobiography of what their life would look like if they wrote if they made every wrong decision and then what their life would turn out and be if they made all the right
0: decisions that's awesome pretty cool that's awesome. I've heard of Jordan B Peterson and, yeah. um, those are like the heaven and hell, like heaven hell scenarios. Is that what Something yeah. like same idea. So, yeah. So I'm going to check that out. I have not listened to his podcast. I've only heard him on Joe Rogan's and those are like five hours long. So like I, I have like the attention span of a pen. So, um, yeah, but, takes,
1: like those take a while for sure. I think, um, he's got a, like a quite a few good clips and stuff on youtube he has like a whole page but it's just like him in his lecture class which are about like 45 50 minutes or so but it's a lot like when you take his stuff you gotta like read it and then back off and just like
0: take a minute cool. yeah what? take a minute
1: what is this
0: if you guys don't know who jordan peterson is it's he can be controversial at times, but I think it's because he's super forward thinking and like kind of says things that like people don't necessarily want to hear, but he has like the gohonies to just say it and be like, no, this is it. And like, he's very intelligent. So definitely worth a check out if you don't know who he is. Uh, Nancy Newell, where can people find more Nancy Newell?
1: Ooh. Okay. So you can find me, um, at the website, thestrengthhouse.com. Um, you can visit the strength house in Worcester, Massachusetts. Um, I'm there every day, except for Thursdays and Sundays. Um, And if you just want to come and shadow and just hang out, or if you'd really like to train with us, just shoot us an email at thestrengthhousegym at gmail.com, and we will answer it as promptly as we possibly can to get you in to visit. Um, If you go to the Strength House Instagram, um, there's quite a, like, Really good posts. they all about someone training, some on things that don't involve training at all, just bettering yourself. Um, Or you can visit um, my Instagram, Nancy underscore Newell Instagram. I'm not really on Twitter and I'm not really on Facebook. Um, If you want, you can, if you have a specific question or anything, you just want to reach out or just say hi, you can just message through any of those portals and I'll get back to you.
0: Yeah, Nancy's very nice. I just kind of like slid in and said, hi, and she's super nice. So, um, and very smart. So if you can't tell from the last 20 minutes of talking, uh, Nancy Newell, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Hopefully we can do this again. This hopefully isn't the last one.
1: No, no, no. It's just, uh, it's just the fire getting started. That's
0: it. That's it. Thank you so much. Hi everyone. It's Casey again. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. And I wanted to ask you a huge favor I don't ask for a lot of favors, but if you could, whatever you're listening to this podcast through iTunes, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, if you could take a minute and just go write a review, I would really appreciate it. I don't get any bonus points or anything like that for it, but I really think it would help get the word out, and if this podcast has helped you, it might help someone else, and it'll do a better job of getting that word out to who might need it.